0: RadioInfluence.com.
1: Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Friday edition of the Dark to Light podcast with
2: Frankie Val on the drums and
1: Beans. <laughs> Beans. We're joined today by a special guest, Cash Patel is back with us on the show today. Welcome to the show, Cash.
3: Hey, thanks so much for having me back on. I can't wait to get into it It's my Strong Island crew.
1: You know it. Well, he's not it's, from, it's, he's not from Long Island.
3: He doesn't get credit. I'm from I'm from Westchester. <laughs> oh, that doesn't even count. That's not even like New York. It's like Canada. I know. No, it's upstate. Yeah.
1: <laughs> upstate is right. So, listen, tons to talk about with you today. It's been a while. First, let's do Biden, but you I, I, let's do Biden. What the hell is going on cuz they're not something's wrong. Like something yeah
3: there's a lot wrong so sorry i'm late i couldn't find the keys to my corvette so i had to go <laughs> burn the classified documents that i was withholding um here at truth social headquarters uh no so seriously there's so much wrong but Let's start at the end. I think this is a play by Susan Rice and the Democrats and Obama to get rid of Joe Biden for 2024 and Hunter Biden in one fell swoop, because they know that if he runs against Donald Trump, he's going to lose. So that's the end state. Now now they're looking at how do we get there? And the fact that we knew this investigation was public to the DOJ in November, a week before an election, and that information was withheld from the American public, shows you that the DOJ and FBI, uh, led by the two biggest government gangsters, Ray and Merrick Garland, are into election rigging yet again. So, I don't know if it would have... So go ahead. No, you go ahead. I don't know if it would have changed many races, but I think a lot of the electorate would have liked to have known that the sitting president of the United States had committed a felony by possessing classified information. And the crystal clear law, which you have been saying and I've been saying forever, um, is that a sitting president is the universal arbiter of classification. What does that mean? He can classify and declassify anything he wants. Any sitting president. You know who cannot? Any sitting vice president.
1: Yeah. And that's the law. It. Listen, nobody is above the law, Cash. Nobody.
2: And nobody's been talking about oh, oh, whether or not nobody has mentioned Barack Obama won. So it's not like he did it for Joe. Right,
3: right. He's not going to come out and be like, "I did it. I declassified all those documents. They've been in the wild for seven years, but I declassified them." Are you kidding me? He's not taking that hit.
2: Cash, can I can I ask you something real quick on this because I've I've uh, I've been wondering about this too about the whole is this about exiting joe biden off a of stage left real quick but um why this why use why throw this out into the public instead of take taking anything any portion of the laptop what's on there uh-huh. and you know giving that credibility and then using that is it because this is more would be more localized damage um to just uh, to, to just Biden why use this to get him out when you can use so many other things and this would also neutralize all of the 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 the, the invasion of Mar-a-Lago and everything mm-hmm. afterwards so why neutralize all of your efforts with wanting to indict Trump for this stuff and it, I, I, it just it seems like a lot of work
3: Yeah, I think, look, what they're doing and the Democrats are evil and smart, and that's the problem. What they're doing is how do we do it at a macro level? And if you take out Joe Biden with the same fictional legal standard that Hillary Clinton was exonerated on by James Comey by creating a law that doesn't exist for her innocence when she illegally sent and received classified documents that 100 percent happened, My estimation is that's what's going to happen to Joe Biden. They'll basically kneecap him by saying we're not going to charge you and that'll be enough to get rid of him. And they'll fold in the Hunter Biden laptop case. And say so, yeah he possessed x y and z and give him a mickey mouse plea deal and force his father to give him a pardon and that's how you get rid of the biden family in one fell swoop and set him off into the sunset and i think that's the master play here but there's one more component to it this doj led by merrick garland is not dumb let's let's make no let's not have that dismissive attitude he is doing this so he can publicly say i went after a sitting president i went after a former president and i exonerated them both but they both were poor in their judgment and decision-making process and what garland's hoping for is it's enough to take trump out i mean i don't think it will be and i don't think president trump is guilty of anything but Garland is going after Trump's universe of people around him. And I think that's where some of the credit uh, the uh, culpability or the the, the bad uh, investigation lies.
1: So two things on that. Number one, is that enough? Um, so, OK, let, let me stop for a second. His lawyers find these documents, right? His lawyers, like, randomly stumble into a Corvette with documents in the same room. I mean, like, the whole thing just seems really contrived. Who's their lawyer, right? Who's the lawyer? The lawyer's Obama, Susan Rice-esque connected character. They appoint Uh a special counsel to do this. Is this to, to cover up any investigations that Congress could have been wanting to do by using a special counsel for two years to shield information from coming in and... Are they willing to, um, it's just complicated for me. Let's do that one first, and then I'll follow up after.
3: Yeah, you nailed it, okay? Look, as a former federal prosecutor, I'm the f- first guy who's gonna be out there saying special counsels serve an invaluable purpose because the DOJ at times cannot, is conflicted out of prosecuting and investigating certain crimes. On paper, it is the ideal scenario to resolve that conflict. In reality, what we've seen is these special counsels have become the special forces operators to cover up government corruption. Look at Rod Rosenstein's appointment of Mueller. That was a special counsel that never needed to occur and you nailed it. They went out and I was running Russiagate at a the time. They, they came back to us and- said, no, 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 we've got an ongoing special counsel. It's a very serious matter. We can't give you documents. And we'll get to the new special counsel in a little bit and why I think he's one of the biggest government gangsters and a total fraud. But what they will do is Merrick Garland will now run around and say, I can't discuss this. And Joe Biden will say, I can't discuss this. We're taking this matter very seriously. And the special counsel comes first and congressional subpoenas come second when we tell you it's permissible
1: and they're trying to at the same time can use this to quote rescue the fbi's image in the eyes of the american public because now they're you know also going after democrats because you know like hillary clinton again said nobody's above the law and then do you think because of what you said in the beginning they end up having to no matter what their original plan was let trump go because clearly if you're putting the situations next to each other on on their face they're much different I mean they're much much different as much as people want to make them seem the same
3: yeah watching the fake news Mafia meltdown like CNN and MSNBC about trying to make the distinctions on this case are actually helping Trump's case Trump was never in any criminal liability because of his position and and the facts on his side of the uh, investigation. Biden, for the very distinctions the fake news is making, is in criminal liability. He was a vice president when he took the documents seven years ago. So they've been in the wild for seven years. You had a great point. Who handled them? We, we were told his attorneys handle them. What campaign staff handled them? what vice president office staff handled them, what people in the media had access to them and where were they stored? It's not like they moved to Joe Biden's Corvette and seven years later they were found. They were moved from place to place to place. And none of those places are secure compartment and information facilities that lawfully house classified information. So there's a whole bunch of people um, you know, in Barney Rubble Land over there with Joe, Joe Biden who need to be subpoenaed by this FBI and DOJ, but won't. Because as a recipient of a DOJ and FBI subpoena for the Mar-a-Lago investigation and hundreds of others that they issued, we are now seeing the two-tier system of justice on full display. It's a facade to appoint the special counsel. I haven't seen one campaign staffer, one White House attorney, one personal aide of President Biden's being subpoenaed and put forth before the grand jury. And Joe Biden is saying we're fully cooperating. No, you're not.
1: Well, I mean, even when the FBI has someone fully cooperating, they still raid their house at 6 a.m. with SWAT. Um, Yeah. What does it say about the National Archives? They weren't keeping very good track of the documents they were supposed to have, you know, like they're so anal about making sure everything is in its (laughs) right place, even empty folders. What does it say about them, one and not the other? They don't care about Barack Obama's records, but they do Trump's? It doesn't make any sense.
3: Now, the National Archives is literally the librarians of the United States of America. How do you politicize a library? Well, now you know. <laughs> you head up the National Archives with more government gangsters who are doing the bidding of the radical left and the Democrats and anything they can. Look, at the end of the day, every maneuver this DOJ takes, because it has been totally politicized by Chris Ray and Merrick Garland, is to get trump however they can do it i know i said the end goal here is to remove biden but the ultimate end goal is how do we get rid of trump and that is their mission that is the only thing they care about and that's why we well the guys and, and gals in congress and jim jordan and this new weaponization of federal government subcommittee the first person they need to subpoena is the new special counsel and his every document that he sent and received while he was a prosecutor under uh, rod rosenstein as the attorney general yeah Um, he's got a lot of problems
1: yeah I mean they're they're all they're all helplessly corrupt and you know the Ukraine the Ukraine narrative if if that goes we they are in such deep crap like if Ukraine gets blown up by a congressional committee and they find out what's actually really going on there think about what ends cash what stops everything literally everything and there's no bust of Zelensky in Congress you know (laughs) this it's all it's they can't send billions of dollars over there to be laundered and whitewashed through all the NGOs and Soros organizations like Ukraine is a linchpin we've been saying this for a long time the impeachment for goodness sakes so there's that you have anything else to say on this topic or do you want to switch over
3: I just want to say something on the special counsel real quick. This guy Robert Hur. I want your audience to know because your audience and you are some of the best investigative journalists we have out there. Everybody's saying, "Oh my God, this guy's great. He's a Trump appointee, Republican." Let's examine Robert Hur for sixty seconds. When Rod Rosenstein was the Attorney General, when Devin and I were leading the RussiaGate investigation and sent Rod Rosenstein a dozen congressional subpoenas for DOJ and FBI docs about their corruption they blocked him do you know who rod rosenstein's number one attorney was the number three officer at the doj rob her do you know what rob rosenstein did in meetings with myself and congressional leadership bartered the confirmation process of robert her for u.s attorney for trading off of documents for congressional subpoenas that we had lawfully issued and they didn't give us everything robert her was also the guy and we've got the receipts dev and i are going to put these out later today that actually emailed DOJ attorneys to blockade the Nunes memo from its release because Robert Herr said it would harm national security. This is Robert Herr, the new special counsel. This is why he needs to be the first one subpoenaed by Jim Jordan's weaponization of Congress committee. And I hope he goes out there and lies because we already have the receipts and the FOIA machine needs to be cranking to get those documents if the subcommittee won't get them. But their emails, They exist. The meetings happen. There's several witnesses. And here's the kicker. Rod Rosenstein went to Congress in 2018 and lied about the entire scenario with his sidekick, Robert Herr, next to him. Remember when he threatened to investigate me and Devin? But weeks ago, we found out him and Robert Herr authorized the subpoenas against me as the chief investigative counsel for Devin Nunes on the House Intelligence Committee. And oh, by the way, Robert Hearn and Rod Rosenstein signed the FISA warrant application that was full of the bogus intel and the fraud and corruption of the FBI. Uh, that are government gangsters of the first order.
1: I don't know, Cash. I mean, I, I think people might still think that Rod Rosenstein is a good guy after all the things you've just said.
3: <laughs> he's, the, he's the
1: greatest. <laughs> can, you, can you? Are
2: you saying we have a chance? Are you
1: saying, saying that Rod Rosenstein might not be a great guy? I mean, I couldn't really tell. Um, oh, goodness. I'm just it,
3: saying the truth. I wish he was a better man, but he's a terrible law enforcement person. He picked Mueller. He picked this guy, basically, her, and look what we're stuck with.
1: You know, release the memo just came out yesterday. I just want to say, like, I went nuts yesterday over this because I started (laughs) that freaking hashtag cash.
3: I love it. I know this is so timely. It's so awesome. But you made one critical error. Uh-oh. I, you've only made one mistake. You keep calling it the Nunez memo. It's the cash memo. Oh, sorry. Get sorry. It right. you, you did write that right. But then you couldn't. <laughs> I know we'll give you the props. No, that, it was such a it was such a big team lift. And 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 just look at that. Right. We if you think we are we are politicizing the facts. Go look at the Nunez memo and see if it's withstood, withstood the test of time. Everything in there was 100% factual. We had to drag it out of DOJ and FBI, rob her and Rod Rosenstein, Gina Haspel over at the CIA and company. And the inspector general validated every single finding while Schiff and Swalwell were screaming about government conspiracies to prevent the release of the memo because we would somehow destroy America. Do you remember That's all you their memo? It's four pages long.
1: Do you remember their memo?
3: Yeah, so I don't know if I ever told you this, but we baited them into writing that memo we gave them ours and said, hey, heads up, we're releasing this. And if you guys wanna write one, we'll vote to release it. So they put so many lies in that memo (laughs) that have now been exposed. It was great, we love and Of course, I can't wait to tell Watermelon Head and Fang Fang to their face, but thanks for giving us your memo and basically eight pages of lies that are now coming out since the Twitter files are out. And now we know, what did they do? They went to Twitter and who else and said, Don't help put the Nunes memo out because they, Fang Fang and and, and Watermelon Head, knew (laughs) that it would expose their corruption. Look, all roads lead to Russiagate. I've said this forever. Why do you think it's Rod Rosenstein's guy that's back in the circle here who ran the Russiagate operation for DOJ when Devin and I were running the Russiagate investigation? Why do you think Schiff and Swalwell's emails are now coming out on Twitter on the files to expose their improper and I think unlawful use of congressional authority to block free speech? there's no coincidences in government these government gangsters all operate in the same small bubble and they plan their evil takedown of Trump together
1: so Devin you I'm sure were part of recommending criminal referrals for a bunch of people that Devin sent over um to to the DOJ you were very vocal about the fact that Durham was actually doing something and I was like no he's not and I don't have the knowledge you do right I just don't I just have my everything that I have around me what happened What happened?
3: Yeah, look, I'm I'm probably gonna end up being so wrong on this one and you're gonna be so right. And I wish it was the other way around because I really had faith in John Durham. We gave him our entire investigation. I mean you can talk to any federal prosecutor there's a myriad of crimes you could have taken to a grand jury overnight not just the lying I, I don't want to take away from the work he has done because he's exposed a lot of the information we never would have gotten but as i've been saying there's a criminal conspiracy that's been in play so that goes back five and six years uh to the circles of rod rosenstein and gina haspel and chris ray and everybody else that came before them comey strock page mccabe and all these people the suspens of the world the fusion gps's let's not forget them mm-hmm. and i thought he would stitch this thing together and i haven't seen it so look it's i don't think at any time in american history has there been three ongoing special counsels at one time right so it's kind of crazy i mean i know he's not at an end maybe he'll surprise us but i just haven't heard anything and i did put a lot of faith in him because i've known him as to be a straight shooter um, as a federal prosecutor and look maybe it'll come out that he wanted to bring these cases because remember at the end of the day every special counsel reports to one person the attorney general who has the final say so talk about not having a conflict of interest versus having a conflict of interest you appoint someone to be a special counsel because you the attorney general have a conflict then that person comes back to you and says can I have permission to charge these people that uh, you're conflicted out of? It's absurd. Um, that's why I don't think the special counsel process in reality works. It's a great idea on paper and um, Congress is the only resolution we have.
2: Yeah, it's, it's uh, one of those things where you, you, you start seeing a pattern here that you really call a special counsel. Uh, you appoint a special counsel when you you want something to get locked up in uh, in secrecy yeah. for years and years and years and just let the press play on the minds of average average people who really don't know what the hell's going on so it's it's frustrating really is
3: yeah look i i highlight and i'm going to steal like 10 seconds to be selfish i highlight all of this in my book government gangsters which is on pre-sale right now for governmentgangsters.com. And here's the hilarious part, Tracy. Um, the government gangsters at DOD are holding my manuscript hostage. They won't release it to me so I can go to print. But we're putting it on presale and we are going to fight the fight. And I name every single government gangster and every single agency, how to take them out and how to restore these agencies and departments to serve the American public once again at government gangsters. If
1: you keep doing that, you'll never get your stuff back. <laughs> <laughs> seriously like they're gonna hold that until they can't anymore it, it looks right now on your website which is awesome by the way it says it's, it's gonna be out in June I'm like why didn't I get this book to read through and then I was like ah that's why was-
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm shooting for the spring but we're gonna fight we'll take them to court if need be
1: awesome well good for you what else do you have going on I know you're super busy you're all over the place you're flying everywhere no. you're
3: We're hanging out. I'm down here at Truth Social headquarters in Sarasota. Uh, Devin's down here. We're gonna have some fun, do a couple of live hits. And you know, for me, I'm not really, you know this, I was never a social media guy. Mm -hmm. And then my former boss founded Truth Social. And then my former former boss became the CEO of Truth Social. And then they made me go to work at Truth Social. So now I'm on Truth Social at Cash. But I think, look, here's the thing I have seen, let's just say over the last year, Everywhere I go around the country, more and more and more people come up to me and say, not that I saw you on cable news. They say, hey, I saw you on that lady's show. I saw you on this podcast. I saw you streaming on X. I saw you put this stuff out on social media. Mm-hmm. That's the mission. Yep. Getting the truth out because the cable news networks are done with the truth. I don't have any faith in any of them anymore to do journalism. But I think the win that I've seen is america also sees that and is tuning into your great show and other great shows to get the facts i can't tell you how many people i talk to who used to watch the news every day and don't haven't watched the news in six months at all but they I mean, listen to your shows and for me that's the big mission here at truth social to get and promote great shows like yours to get it out there and look i invite aoc on the platform every day i want everybody here i want to hear from everyone and that's I, the win. I love, I, you know, honestly, like I, I lo- love Truth Social. I'm on there a
1: lot. The only thing I'll say is I have, it's getting, you gotta be a cheerleader, Cash, because people are getting like real, like those are the hardcores over there, yeah. art fam. They yeah. really are. They're getting yeah. very antsy and very angry. So I, I <laughs> we gotta cheer them up because things happen. I mean, look at all the information that's coming out all at once. I mean, have you followed Missouri v. Biden at all?
3: Yeah, I've been following that. And, and you're right. And, and, and there's so many news stories like the Twitter news story from yesterday would have been headline news. Yeah. Had it not been drowned out by Joe Biden's Corvette. Right. I mean, you can't make this stuff up and you're just, you know. But what I told President Trump yesterday when I was talking to him is the same thing I'll tell you now. Just wait. Don't spike the football. There's going to be so much more stuff that comes out of this Biden investigation of classified information. The who was involved, the where the timeline. We're just going to take this football and keep running. Just keep running. And you keep putting out your policy speeches on the border, on drugs, on the CCP, on Iran, on Russia and on crime. People are loving that stuff. And so I think that's what we need to do and tell our audience on your show and on Truth Social and everywhere is that just let it keep coming because it's gonna keep coming, and let the Democrats and the radical left and CNN and all those asshats over there spin it however they want. Because every time they spin it, it's a headline for us about the truth down the road.
1: Yeah, and you're breaking news on Truth Social all the time. Like it's funny because it'll go <laughs> on, it'll go up on Truth, and then all of a sudden you see it over on Twitter because
3: you, you, they, they
1: follow us wherever we go, Cash. They really do. Like they do, and they, that's fine. I don't care. If, <laughs> look.
3: Devin and Trump have been public about it. They're the two faces of the truth social. They're not cheering against Twitter. They want it to succeed. We want all social media platforms to succeed if they're actually free speech platforms. Mm-hmm. Like I think Elon's got a lot of work to do. I've called him out on a lot of things. I don't know him personally, and I don't, I don't actually, and this is probably not gonna be popular with your audience. I don't believe this slow leak of information he's doing out there um, is helpful to anyone because he's missing the window of opportunity And he's allowing the government gangsters like James Baker and Fusion GPS and Perkins Coie to still have a role and not James Baker anymore, but have a role in what comes out. And half these guys don't believe the FBI was ever involved. But yet every day we find out not only were they involved, they paid for it. And that's the one thing I want from Elon. If you don't do anything else, put out every government contract the FBI had with Twitter for tens of millions of dollars and why just put those out because as we said during russiagate money doesn't lie and the fbi is so arrogant they document their own corruption if we can get those contracts then we will have the united states law enforcement agency under chris ray and merrick garland paying taxpayer money to Twitter to suppress free speech, to rig presidential elections, and know, and do God knows what else. And that, to me, is the ultimate cure for a free speech platform, but I don't think we're gonna see it from Elon. We
1: got 3.2 million of it.
3: Yeah, well, then that, that's just <laughs> that's just a piece. It's yeah. just one little thing. That's yeah. change. That's couch change.
1: I know, right? Um, Frank, you got yeah, anything
3: for us, for us people from Lower New York? That's couch money. But the Westchester folks, you know, that's that's, that's we're,
2: we're, we're very we're very posh. We do big things. We do big things with our money.
3: He's
1: got real background. He doesn't have to use a VR background. Look at him in his little basement. Yes,
2: in my in my Bin Laden basement. <laughs> it's, I, I, this is an unfinished basement. That's why I have this. the The, 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 the lights are off, oh, so yeah. you don't see the stone. I love it. All right.
3: When are you going back to Long Island, Cash? Uh actually I'll be up there, I think, at the end of next week for some event in Lake ronkonkoma I'm not sure. Yeah, my publicist runs my life and I can't see more than two days in advance, but something like that may be happening. I'm very sorry. Um, <laughs> but my parents used to be up there, but they retired to South Florida just four months ago, so now I go up there less. Very smart. But um yeah, we got to get together in person one of these days. Maybe we'll do like a live show. You should come down to Sarasota. We'll do a live show from Truth Social HQ or something.
1: I would be honored. It would be fantastic. Thanks for being here, Cash. And everybody go to governmentgangsters.com. Put yourself on the pre-order list for Cash's book. Whenever the government stops holding it hostage, you'll be able to get your hands on it. You can also buy a signed copy on there, which I would highly
3: recommend. It's special. Thanks so much, guys. I appreciate it. And send me your addresses. I owe you a bunch of Fight With Cash swag and merch. We're going to send it to you on the house. I specifically
1: asked for a certain pair of joggers that I never never got designed so. Ooh,
3: we have to make those. But I'm going to send you a whole bunch of stuff.
1: Oh cool. All right. We'll get it over.
3: Thanks, Thanks you, guys. Thanks Cash. Cash. Have a great one. Have a great day.
1: I have to. Hold on. This is live. All right. There we go. All right. Well, that was great. Let me lower this now. I don't think I need my volume up so high. Hold on. And there we go. I think you can still hear me, correct?
2: I can hear you, yes.
1: Fantastic. Um, people in the chat, let me know how my audio volume is for you, if it's loud or if it's silent. I think that I need to raise up Frank now. And I think we're good. For some reason, I need to change the audio settings when we have a guest in uh, in studio. And I also, there, there's a bunch going on right now. Number one, I have a medicine that I'm supposed to take on a certain time schedule that I missed, so I need to take that real quick, so I'm going to jump off and Frank's going to talk about his life for a second.
2: I'm okay.
1: So you're going to talk about your life, and I'm gonna jump <laughs> off screen. <Hold> on.
2: <laughs> well, while uh, while Tracy goes to Medicaid, what are we going to talk about? Well, I had brought this thing up last night, too. I don't know, um, to be honest with you. It's just going to be one of those wait and see things with the whole with the whole Corvette, the whole Corvette situation. Because, like I said, why, why? And I guess that's what I should have asked uh, Cash. Who is going to? If you, do you think you are going to try to get rid of Joe Biden, so that because he can't beat Trump, who are you going to bring in? I I don't understand who you bring in from there, because if you had a better option prior to the twenty twenty election, I'm sure you would have had them run but then again they did they did they did have better options technically not nothing that would actually have beaten Trump they had better options
1: I'm lost I don't know what you're talking about and it's not your
2: as far as who's going to who would be replacing Joe Biden if all of this stuff is being with the 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 uh, the classified materials is being put out there to clear the stage of Joe Biden and his family so that somebody else, with with uh, I don't know, with some strength, can come in. But who would who would that be? You
1: know, the, uh, his theory is great. I'm still not sold on it 100. It, it makes a lot of sense what he said. I mean, you can't, but you don't know anything right now, so that's why I'm like mm, I'm kind of waffling around.
2: I, I think it's real damage control. I don't think that they're trying to get him off uh, out because there's so many ways you can get it. First of all, if you want him out everybody even his supporters looks at joe biden every day and says he's not well you, you can just tell him you can just have him come down with something that's not yeah, life-threatening
1: why, why plant a felony all over the place for him? right
2: and <laughs> well, like i said before you,
1: you can't keep documents out of the hands of anybody if he's sick
2: why plant a felony and it's bigger than a felony it, it what this leads to looks like yet another wide open back channel of international espionage it looked it looks exactly like that because who who was really what was this being used for and what transactional way was all of this being used over the course of that seven years especially his family's cozy relationship with uh with foreign leaders and chinese spy chiefs and all that stuff i really do think that it's a lot more of an authentic damage control kind of thing and that the special counsel is to try to tie this up in process and not being able to comment on ongoing investigations until hopefully they can do something to take the house back in 2024 they've wasted far more time with the russiagate thing they turn they turn that into a into a a boon for two election cycles yeah and there was absolutely nothing there so I, i i think it's real damage control
1: they're masters at that aren't they oh yeah masters at it um, masters. I, 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 that was a great interview. I, I mean, he, he always has something interesting to say. That's He's for great. Sure. I yeah. like him. Yeah. So, um, Hey, do you want to go down to Sarasota? Do an episode of dark to light from truth social headquarters, Frank?
2: Oh, wow. Wouldn't that be nice? I, I could, I can use little Florida right now, though. I'd have to drive.
1: Well, I would drive too. You could come down, stay with me for a day and then we'll go down together.
2: I take Lauren and Aurora too.
1: Well, there you go. We want to
2: get, I would I want some sunshine.
1: There you go. We could do that. Um, I have a headline up on screen right now that really just pisses me the hell off. What? Pfizer gives one million to Republican Party of Kentucky to expand its headquarters. Oh. <laughs> like.
2: I wonder. I wonder who had. Uh, who had something of steering that into Kentucky.
1: Um, turtle. Yeah. Turtle. Odd. And and. and
2: Thank you. Well, we want to welcome uh, Farger. for coming on. <laughs> it's like getting worse.
1: I have a whole bunch of stuff up here, but I want to make people laugh real quick. And maybe you too, Frank. Please. Um, hold on. Where'd it go? So my son, my son comes home the other day and he's like, hey, mom, um, you might be getting a call from the science teacher. And I'm like, Why? And he's like, well, we were doing net forces in science and I had to create a balanced forces versus unbalanced forces graphic to explain the two. So he's like, he sends it to me and it's (laughs) at the top, it's an arm wrestle, balanced forces. And at the bottom, it's on screen. If you want to go and look, it's (laughs) it's Joe Biden falling off his bike. (laughs) He used Joe Biden falling off his bike as unbalanced forces.
2: <laughs> oh man. You know, even that felt even that feels like it was so long ago and it was such a, a great time in American history when Joe Biden fell off his bike.
1: Oh William. He,
2: people people started going to the when people started going to the actual crash site to lay down where he where he fell. They should put, they they should erect a new eternal flame there like they did for JFK. Just forever. Thank you, Joe. It,
1: the way they, I can't believe this stuff that I'm reading about how they want to put a bust of Zelensky in the Congress. Someone from South Carolina actually co sponsored that. What has this man done other than act, dress up like a woman, you know? Beg us for money and appear on our award shows that deserves for him to have a bust in our halls of Congress.
2: And, and for it to be, this was proposed by a Republican, no? Yes. They're now, so I, I, gross, that, Frank. I don't know what it There's is. There's, there's got to be certain things that are compelling people to act worse than others, but falling over each other, the falling over themselves to see who could genuflect before this loser. Uh, uh, it's,
1: it's, it's terrible. I'm, I'm not even going to stay on it because it pisses me off so bad and it's Friday. So we're trying. I have that song from, from Wednesday show still in my head, still in good. my head.
2: Lauren and Aurora were dancing dun, 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 around to dun, dun, it upstairs. Dun,
1: dun, 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 dun. Um, something happened though in the Missouri v. Biden case since Wednesday this is something. We got a filing from them because, okay, so Jen Psaki was supposed to be deposed. The judge ordered it, and then they appealed it like 70 million times. Long story short, there were the judge then in Louisiana asked them, come back to me with your arguments again on what we can do here. So they did. And the plaintiff's arguments were so interesting. They go over the the uh, Flaherty drops that we went over with the vaccine-injured people that were being kicked out of Facebook groups because you know, we can't have true things on Facebook if they supposedly show the fault of the vaccine. Terrible. What we found out today was though, or yesterday, Joe Biden, okay, so Joe Biden, if Rob Flaherty notices that Joe Biden's Instagram account has really stopped gaining followers, Frank, it slows down, hardly anyone's following it, maybe one or two a day. So he contacts Instagram and Instagram takes a look and says, hey, This is an internal issue we really can't get into, but it's fixed, right? And Flaherty writes them back demanding with curse words, you mother effer, you uh, you better tell me what the hell is going on inside your company right now. It turns out that they wrote an algorithm to take content and user accounts that were publishing posts that were inordinately vaccine focused across a certain threshold and shadow ban those accounts and stop their growth. And because they couldn't distinguish between what kind of vaccine content the account was creating, just the fact that it was creating vaccine content, Joe Biden was swept up in his own (laughs) damn censorship policy.
2: (laughs) Which which is horrible because we know poor Joe really does not have any kind of pull on social media as it is. So they need all of the following they can get. And the fact that they were being... uh, it, it, you one of the best thing is he got swept up in his own censorship um, operation there and w- what will probably happen is that they just prevented him from having more bots follow him
1: I, I, that's it, another it pro- thing like it's
2: it's probably just prevented him from gaining more bots following him because who the hell really does it's
1: it's it th- this entire this entire article that i wrote the other day is really really something Long story short, the, the plaintiff argument was very long and, and had numerous examples of absolutely abhorrent behavior on behalf of Flaherty, on behalf of the White House, towards social media com- companies, specifically Facebook, who they literally treated like a small child or, or a, 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 a battered spouse, Frank, is more like it. Like, they were like, don't you know what's good for you? You're gonna follow what I say. And the wife is like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. That was Facebook to the White House and mm. Flaherty's walking around with his big stick. Have you seen this guy?
2: Uh, I don't think so.
1: <laughs> let's find him, shall we? I, I don't think so. Let me, I'm gonna, let's see who we're dealing with here. Oh, here he is. Oh, there he is. That's him. That's the man who's cursing and yelling and screaming and uh, acting like a, a, a real, real sanctimonious jerk. To Facebook and all the other social media companies. That's him right here. That's the man who is single handedly, on behalf of the White House and President Biden, squelched the free speech of, of millions of people all over the country who just want to talk about things that, you know, they want to talk about, whether or not they're true, it doesn't freaking matter. It's the United States of America.
2: See, it's the it's the face I would expect. Big marshmallow with a beard.
1: <laughs> Digital strategy.
2: I'm a digital strategist.
1: Digital strategy means I'm just going to throw around threats and, and coercion um, and, and, you know, nonsense garbage at social media companies so that you can't say what you want online and we can retain all the power. It's gross. He's gross. I mean, how do you even live with yourself? Not forget the actual what he's doing, Frank, because it's bad, but... The way he talks to people, like, it's just like even they go into it in, in here and they say like how he acts like he's the manager at YouTube and he's yelling at his employees that aren't listening. He acts like he's the manager at Facebook and he's like, why haven't you done what I asked? Like, that's literally what he's doing. It's terrible. Um,
2: it must be. It must, it's going to get sadder and sadder for these people who who came up who were probably growing up during a time when this this shadow government operation was so strong and nobody was looking into it and they had a lot of prestige they still had their community face that had a lot of integrity people still oh government position oh you work for the federal government oh FBI oh you work at the white house oh. a lot of prestige comes with all of that about 15 20 years ago but to, to, for him to show for these young these young little tyrants to show up right now and nobody's listening to them and they're getting mocked mercilessly on on Twitter and the rest of the uh, the rest of the internet and that's just only the people who are paying attention the average person is just going about their lives don't even know that they exist they don't even know who Rob
1: Flaherty is or the fact that he yeah there's even a White House digital communications office let alone what he's doing to everybody right.
2: It's like, it's like he got he's he got to the scene of a really good party when everybody most people had gone home the the the, the drunk girls are already crying people are throwing up everything <laughs> everything's over it, it must suck for these young worried. it must suck <laughs> for these young tyrants
1: imagine just imagine for a second if they were doing this but it wasn't social media okay imagine if everything was still boots on the ground and in person just picture this for a second you've got 40,000 people out there Right? You've got 40,000 people in the town square, you're on the soapbox, and you start telling people how, you know, so and so lied in front of Congress, and all of a sudden, in comes Rob Flaherty from stage right on the stage, grabs you like what's his name got grabbed on the House floor and wrestles you. What would happen? What would happen? What would happen in this country? People would lose it if they were doing it in physical ways. But because it's digitally, it's like, oh, my camera is following me, so I can't escape. No matter where I go, this thing is going to follow me. I tried to go off screen, but it's it's just following me. It's following.
2: I me. would rather that guy. I would love for that guy to to to, uh, to to show up in random places and try to put his his hand on my mouth. <laughs> that way, that would be great. Despite you know,
1: despite the fact that you might like it.
2: Oh yeah, that would that 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 would be why. <laughs>
1: it's- between nancy pelosi on your background and this i don't know i'm just saying
2: oh nancy and i would there's we we have an understanding (laughs) but this guy he can't that he would that would be incredible an incredible opportunity if one of them actually tried to put their hands over your mouth no don't say anything
1: that would be it (laughs) i would bite them all right they are co-opting died suddenly frank and i want everybody to be aware of it so that they can keep their eyes out so that every time they see it they can call it out for what it is we had um jeff beck pass away um, Mm. the other day right it says the headline good morning america musician jeff beck dies suddenly at 78. what do you think when you think dies suddenly
2: You think of a you think of a vaccine induced uh, medical situation where someone Uh, at this point,
1: right? They just drop. They're walking. They fall down and die. They're running. They fall down and die. They're you know in the middle of normal everyday activity, and then all of a sudden they're dead. Right? Died suddenly, not expected. Well, he didn't die suddenly, really. um, And they changed it afterwards. Musician Jeff Beck dies suddenly of meningitis is much different than dies suddenly at 78. So they changed the headline a day later, right? But what they're doing is they're taking died suddenly and they're now using it to explain things that are not people dying suddenly, right? So I don't doubt maybe there's a possibility he was vaccinated and his immune system took a hit and then maybe he got bacterial meningitis and died. That's not my point. My point here is that they're weaponizing the phrase died suddenly so that you can't use it for what we're using it for anymore. And it's, 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 Saturated, elsewhere. This is the third time I've seen it happen in the past couple of days. And then they trotted this one out, Frank, a 17-year-old from Akron, or Akron, however you say it, who Akron. Akron. See, I'm completely off.
2: A Akron.
1: A Akron. Akron's A Place Ball Sports Academy baseball player, pitcher Kyle Hluckley is his Hlucky Hlucky not Lucky, Lucky, is his name. This happened back in October, okay? They're putting this article out now, January 12th. Listen, he gets to hit. Very weird. He hits the ball in a game. He's running around the bases. Everyone's jumping. The third base coach tells him to stop. He says, no, I'm gonna keep going home. Hands out, head first, slides. Gets onto all fours and falls over after he slides across the base, right? Put his hand, and then the coach says he put his hand over his heart, doesn't feel a heartbeat. Start doing compressions, bring in a defibrillator, zap him back to life. You know what they're blaming it on? They're saying it's Komosha Cordes.
2: How old is he again? 17. 17.
1: Sliding into home plate? Sliding into home plate. From October? they're bringing this story out from october to explain just-
2: I mean it ha- see here's the whole th- this is the the hell that we live in now tracy it does happen it i mean it has happened I, I it's know. Exceed- it's exceedingly rare um and and if you're and if it's going to happen a setting like baseball uh somebody in their early teens
1: that gets hit by usually- a ball it us gets swallowed up let's pretend he really did suffer from that that is exactly what it was the story is 100 legit first of all i'm i feel bad for the family because they're yeah. using him they're mm-hmm. using this kid and the family's probably like oh how nice they want to cover our story no they're using you heart screening may not have prevented hamlin's collapse see it's like he just left the hospital can you believe that that is a story and a half god bless that kid hamlin holy crap he's home he wow just wow good for him man i'm glad um but just keep your eye out for this narrative theft attempt
2: well there's that and then there's this here is a uh, a little uh, collection of headlines that everybody should remember that we've seen over the last year and a half alone. Uh, here we go. There's one. Hold on a second. CTV News traffic noise linked to higher risk of heart attack. <laughs> study says a uh, wow. new scientist from June of 2022 solar storms may cause up to 5,500 heart related deaths in a given year.
1: Where's the cold?
2: The high wire. An expert claims caffeine could lead to sticky blood, increasing your risk of blood clots, uh, or RT blood clots. The nation's favorite drinks could make your blood sticky. Uh, here's another one, the, the Irish Examiner. Referee whistles may cause, <laughs> may be the cause. Referee whistles may be the cause the sudden increase in heart problems among sports players. Shut they up, all ins- shut
1: up, wait, wait, wait. <laughs>
2: You want me to send this to you? Yes. Okay, hold on. A
1: Referee second. whistles.
2: Oh yeah, they said that. They, I wonder if the cold showers thing is in here. Oh yeah, there it is. Cold showers. Um, wait, let climate me climate change. This to where's you.
1: climate change? They did. Was that one of the beginning ones you read? Sort of climate change. Well,
2: as- so far there's a climate change style solar storms. Uh, here's from the Express. Blood clots, the popular breakfast food that can cause and enhance the risk of blood clotting. It's probably eggs that they're they're trying to demean, even though it's the perfect food source on the planet. Experts warn certain sleeping positions could increase risk of blood clots and heart problems. That is from July of 2022. And it's been fact checked as well. Green fingers, urgent warning to gardeners as soil increases risk of killer heart disease. Don't go out and tend to your own food, your own garden, because the soil might make you have a heart attack. We would have never survived as a species for the first hundred years. If the soil did this to us, here's another one. I have have four more. Your blood thickens and then clots. What extreme heat can do to your body? In, here's another one for the Daily Mail. Entirely new kind of highly reactive chemical is found in Earth's atmosphere and it could be triggering respiratory and heart disease and contributing to global warming, scientists claim. That was from May of 2022. Last three, from Wales Online, energy bill price rise may cause heart attack and strokes. Energy bill price rise may call heart attacks so- and stroke. Yes, um, from the sun. Major warning, as popular drink can trigger sudden cardiac arrest. Just like a sports drink. Maybe.
1: These people, they have to know what they're a part of. There's no way they're this stupid. They must. They're no, they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. That's gross. Can you imagine? Aren't it's you not, embarrassed? That, And that's not
2: even the least of it.
1: There's more, right? Uh,
2: Oh well, whoa, well, well, On that, on that page, no. I'm going to send you that image so you can build up your own on the side. But you remember we 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 got on together and we talked about the student from the UK. Another another kid that had just gotten into university. He oh, had a heart attack, and they said that it was the joy <laughs> of being accepted into into college. Joy, Joy. The joy, joy. Yes. The jo- joy. So. Please stay away from soil and stay away from joy.
1: Stay away from joy. Stay away from the soil. Sun. Don't have any eggs, ever. Very no important. No coffee. No, no, cold, coffee, no, no sun. hot. Right. No cold. No hot. No coffee. No sugary drinks, which you shouldn't do anyway. Um, none of it. None of it.
2: Don't want. I don't want to laugh because, I mean, look at what's going on at this point. As we always knew, they were going to create a margin of chaos in which we would not know or it would be hard from a legal sense, from a retribution sense to really understand which direction is up. Because when you say autoimmune issues and and, I mean, obviously, there's there's a common thing where you see a lot more of myocarditis, pericarditis than other things. But it's It's so widespread
1: uh, and we're a, a year in right and and this net is cast wide. I mean, I can't tell you every Twitter space I do. There are inevitably 5 to 10 if not more people in there. Different people who were vaccine injured or have a family member they're tending to who were vaccine injured. It's it's really something. Why is this out? I don't want this out. I didn't ask Zoom to make this happen. This bar on the side here. Um I wanna play this clip by Kevin McCarthy because I wanna talk about it afterwards. Just something is not right about any of this. Hold on a second.
0: No, because from one standpoint, they knew the documents were there. They actually asked President Trump to put another lock on, so they were locked. You look at President um, Biden, he wasn't president. He was vice president, he held these in different locations right out in the open. He criticized President Trump. Did he utilize the Justice Department to raid President Trump? Did you think that was right? They knew this has happened to President Biden before the election, but they kept it a secret from the American public. He goes on 60 Minutes, criticizes President Trump, even knowing what he has done, and he wasn't president at the time. Now we find another location that it's at, but he refused to answer. His press secretary won't answer the questions. We, you watched them leak photos of sitting out files of President Trump. Where's the photos of President Biden's documents? Where are those photos at? He knowingly knew this happened going into election, going into interviews. This is what makes America not trust their government. You cannot have one form of law because somebody philosophically has a different opinion than you, and you can't use the Justice Department to go after people that are politically different as well. It has to be equal across, and what I'm finding what's happening with President Biden time and again you go from a laptop saying it not only that it wasn't true, but utilizing your own friends to go into companies to tell them to say the same thing, to try to knock down information, to try to make sure the New York Post story couldn't be printed. You should be offended by that. You are of the press. You should be allowed to write even when you knew it was true. So,
1: I cannot see anything that isn't genuine from that. Did you think that that was, I mean, you didn't see it, but looking at it, I I don't see somebody who knows what's going on and is being disingenuous. It just doesn't come off that way, even though it's Kevin McCarthy. So I think that everybody's in the dark about this. Honestly, I really do think this is a, if this is any sort of thing like Cash was talking about, I think that it's in the dark, behind the scenes, really small. I don't, I don't think that People really understand what's going on. And I don't think that Joe Biden understands what's going on, Frank. He doesn't look like he does.
2: I think. Well, you're he never right. does.
1: But you agree? to a
2: certain to a certain degree, I think everybody, no matter how connected we know they are or how connected we perceive they are to the the greater decision making power centers in on the planet whether they be Kevin McCarthy or anybody else, a long tenured member of the house, say, you know, whatever the, whatever the hell it is, I think that we're, we're at a point right now where a lot of people who who are starting to realize that they're more in the dark than they thought they were. No matter how connected they are, yeah. and no matter what, what kind of roles they actively still play, that there is a certain level of, wow, w- Hey, where 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 does this lead? Hey, who who are my bosses?
1: I, what is going on here? Like what's yeah, really th- happening? Th- I, I, there's
2: got to be some of that going on.
1: I, I want to talk about another thing that's not this, but it's it's. So we were talking somebody in a space that we were in yesterday, and then we're going to end with a quick look at the the citizen free press corner on dark to light because it's important um we were talking about uh in a space yesterday somebody asked a question about whether or not the government is behind like all these gun incidents and false flag attacks and i said more often than not they just capitalize on organic things that happen to get their narrative uh, accomplished and like they're not behind it like nicholas sandman like the texas horrible tragedy that we experienced like all of that stuff but i said there's one incident over the 10 years that we've experienced probably the last 10 years that I think was absolutely some sort of government plan and everybody on the panel agreed with me including the former FBI people that were there who do you think what do you think that event is that I mentioned
2: uh i don't know
1: come on major event
2: give me give me all give me all of the uh, of the the
1: I'll just tell you all
2: of the points again. No, 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 no. I want to, I want to do this. An
1: event that I believe was actually a false flag planned by somebody connected to the government somehow. I mean, that's. (laughs) I'm not talking about like independent, you know, individual shootings that are most likely driven by SSRI medication that people then, you know, say, oh, they sent that guy in. He was known by the FBI. I'm not talking about stuff like that. I'm talking about. Give me
2: one more, one more little detail. I mean, I I just think that there's just so many of those situations.
1: There's one that stands out. It was major. Not not Vegas? Yes. Okay. It was Las Vegas. And I talked about that, and everybody, everybody agreed with me. Literally everyone. Even the people that are like former, former FBI, former government, you know insider for they all believe they all agreed they all said yeah something's definitely not right with Las Vegas
3: oh
2: and and you know it's never used no that's the other thing there too
1: yep never Uh, used
2: whenever it is brought up I like if if it's it just has to come up in conversation they will say that the largest biggest mass shooting in United States history and 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 away away we go I mean you would think that that would be milked for everything but it went away very quickly the fbi very interestingly said uh we were it, within a year we will never know what happened here let's just all put it behind us and bam bu- ban bump stocks that's that's all that came out of that yeah you know so
1: I, uh i'm gonna, I, like i did a bunch on vegas back in the day i had interviews that nobody else had really thought about it was really crazy Real quick, I gotta do this because this is a good way to end a Friday show. Citizen Free Press, if you're not going there, go there. Citizen Free Press on dark to light. Headline I've picked from the stack today, Frank, is Democrat Hank Johnson. (laughs) Is he the one who thought that Guam could tip over? Yeah. This headline from the Daily Wire is fantastic. Democrat Hank Johnson floats conspiracy theory behind Biden document scandal. Things can be planted. Oh, it's right here in the first paragraph. Hank Johnson, who is infamously known for suggesting that the island of Guam might tip over and capsize from overpopulation. (laughs) Floated a conspiracy theory Thursday. What do you think?
2: Uh, I think, well, did you see the response? First of all, Hank Johnson is the reason why I ultimately was red-pilled on on the uh, on the uh, the idea that that term limits, at least for members of Congress, is is not the way it's a waste of time, it's not it's a waste of time Um, because there are people for as stupid as he is, there needs to be a very large amount of people who are stupid enough to elect him time and time again. If you say, all right, Hank, your three terms are up, who do you think they're going to put in? Who do you think they're going to put in someone, someone better? So it's really, it's really pointless. Uh, other than that, uh what, what was the other thing you, you, uh, you, oh, the planting. Did you see the, the view? We should have listened to a couple of the clips from the view.
1: Whoopi Goldberg was all over herself, wasn't she?
2: Well, not only that, but Joy Behar, she essentially said, we almost had Trump, the luck that this guy has, we almost had Trump and then this happened.
1: Hashtag Trump curse.
2: It's just, (laughs) but what are you really saying? He said, "We almost had Trump, and then our guys were caught doing something worse again." Damn it! it's just, I, I can't, I can't get around this. But then, uh, I guess that sunny woman, whoever the hell she is, she said, "Well, you know, do you think that uh, she asked Whoopi? Do you think that Republicans could have been behind this?" And I said, "Behind what? Behind the Corvette? You think that?" You think that Jim Jordan snuck into this garage and put classified documents behind the wiffle ball bats? Are, are you are you serious what, what are you even getting at? Or are you upset that maybe Republican Republicans could have been tattletales that they should have just did they know and they should have just let sleeping classified information lie? Or did they actually sneak into the garage? Where are, where do these theories come from? Think about how stupid they actually are.
1: Remind me of Louise Mensch. Remember her?
2: Oh, oh, that apple-faced freak. She's yeah. still out there. Oh yeah,
1: oh yeah. I see her talking about people, but I can't see it because she blocked me. Oh, she's so. Because I'm freak. a Russian bot, so you know you can't be following any of those people. Guys, great show today. Thanks so much to Cash Patel for joining us. Thank you to all the people in the audience. We didn't get to ask you to share today just because of the hectic way the thing started. But listen, you have been listening to the Friday edition of the Dark to Light podcast with.
2: Frankie Val on the drums and...
1: Beans! You can see us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 2.30 Eastern Time on TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and RadioInfluence.com. Don't forget, 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time streaming live on Rumble and Getter. Make sure you tell all your friends to take a look. And you can check out Frank's show Monday through Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on QuiteFrankly.tv. We will be back here Monday.
2: Later.